Cool. Potential. Anybody want a definition? Yeah? John Bolton wants a definition. The definition of potential, according to Google, having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something into the, in, the, in the future. So it's showing the capacity to become or develop something in the future. So it's like a, it's like a distance, kind of a distant thing, right? But according to the Bible, which is full of tons and tons and tons of good news, this entire book is full about God's love for us. That's why it's so big, because God wants to tell us how much he loves us. This entire book, that's what it's about, God loving us. God has potential in every single one of you. He loves every single one of you guys. He, has, he gives all of you guys potential. By, by being born, he has, he has potential. You guys have potential from him. By, by breathing, that's God saying yes to your life and that he has plans for you. This is good news, you guys. And if you guys are thriving, if you're following Christ, that's it right there. You're following God's potential. He's going to begin to unlock those things. And he wants to unlock your potential and the plans he has for you. But in order to get to those things, we have to come to know him. We have to give our heart to God. We have to come to know him. We have to acknowledge him. We have to learn his word. So in the next few minutes, I'm just going to share a couple verses, just talk about a few more things about your potential. Everybody doing good? Yeah? Cool. I'm going to read Psalm 139. So let's get that. Psalm 139, 13 through 16. This is talking about your potential. This is God creating us. For you, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's awesome. <laughs> your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came, or before one of them came to be. My favorite part in that is that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's like, when I, when I read this verse, I was like, yes, amen. Thank you, Lord. That's, that's awesome. So God created us to our inmost being. He, like, wove and knit us together. Think about, like, a sweater, how it gets woven and knit together. So God was already working on your life. He was already planning your entire life out when you were in your mother's womb. Isn't that insane? That's the beginning. When God chose you to come into the earth, when he chose you to be a child of God, when he chose you, he was knitting you together in his mother's womb. That's how far back God has already been watching after you. That's how far back God is already showing his love for you. And it's personalized. You guys get that from this? See all the eyes in here? I praise you. I was woven. I, I. It's all, I. It's because it's personalized. Because God created each and every single one of you uniquely. He created you fearfully and wonderfully made. This is really good news. This is awesome that God, God we, we serve a God, we love a God that loves us so much. Our God defines what love is. He exemplified it. He put human skin on, came to earth as Jesus, lived a perfect life, and went to the cross for all of us. He exemplified love. He is that love. You guys remember last week when I was talking about how Jesus is the real superhero? Yeah, he beat all the qualities of a superhero, and then he exceeds them. 
well, that same superhero that wants to come into your life, the real God, he wants personal relationship with each and every one of you. You guys were perfectly made for him. He has so much potential for you guys. This is awesome news. This news is worth sharing. Do you guys agree? This is awesome to know that you have a God that loves you. It's news that's worth sharing to your friends. It's news that's worth sharing to your family. It's news worth sharing to your neighbor across the street. It's news worth sharing to people at the grocery store, everywhere. This is awesome, awesome news. If it's, a, if it's affected you, if you've given your life to Christ, you want to share this. This is awesome. This is good, good news that God absolutely loves us. He has so much planned for us. He has plans to prosper us, in fact. Next verse up there, Michael. There we go. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God has plans to prosper us, you guys, each and every one of you. He made you guys. And he has plans to prosper you. Prosper means to succeed, to go forward, to move forward and not to harm us. We don't serve a God that wants to harm us. We serve a God that absolutely, <laughs> insanely loves us for free. When we gave him our absolute worst, God gave us his absolute best. And he doesn't want to harm us. He just loves us. He's just so much love. You guys, as I read more and more, as I reread more and more, I'm just constantly reminded every day when I open up the Bible how much God loves us. This book is full of about God loving us. It's insane. It's so amazing. You guys got to get in here. You got to start reading this. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it'll absolutely change your life. The Bible is God's living word. You get to read things like this. That'll brighten your day. That God has plans for me. That he has plans for you. That he has plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you hope and a future. See, when you're following a God that is anything other than God, you can't be exactly sure that that thing has a hope and a future for you. If you put all your concentration into something else other than God, you cannot be sure. We put our hope in God. It's for sure. We have a guarantee. We can expect it. We know it. When we ask God for things, we can expect that they're going to come real. They're, they're going to come true. And God and Jesus said, go ahead and ask it. Anything you ask in my name under kingdom will come true. Ask it. That's amazing. The fact that we can ask anything, the fact that we just had a God tell us, ask anything you want, that's, that's a God that I'm in love with. That's my God. That's a real God. This is a God you guys should come to know more and more so that you can unpack what his hope and future is for you. How many of you guys want to know what God's plan is for your life, even right now, not even the future. What about right now? I'm talking today because God is following us every single day, and he has something for you every single day. Yeah? Next verse, Philippians 4.13, one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. Also one of the most popular verses. Probably every single football player in the NFL has this tattooed on their massive bicep the size of my thigh. It's Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Just take that in for a second, guys. 
This isn't just saying some things. This isn't just saying a couple things. This is saying all things. I can do all things. Now, I'm not talking about something crazy like you can blast off in a spaceship made of marshmallows and expect to land on Mars, and that's like psycho. No, I'm not talking about like crazy stuff. I'm talking about within reason, within what God wants you to do, within God's purpose for your life, because he's going to give you blessings when he gives you, when he shows you his plans and his purpose for your life. He's going to give you peace, and you're going to know that that's a plan that he has for you. You can do all things through Christ. The reason why this verse got so huge for me was when I was in high school. Check the timer. When I was in high school, I played football. Okay, four minutes. I played, I played basketball. I'm sorry. I played basketball, and our coach, <laughs> he was really hard on us because my, my freshman year, we went 0-12. We didn't win a single game. Good old Coast Union, <laughs> Cambria. Yay, that's where Valerie's teaching right now. Um, so, yeah, the Broncos. <laughs> we went 0-12. The second year, we were like 2-10. and 10. It was just, we were not good, okay? So <laughs> I didn't have much hope. I didn't have much hope that we were going to, like, turn around and win and stuff. And so practices, you guys, were not fun. They were really hard. It's not fun to lose, right? It, w- it just wasn't fun. It made sports not that fun because we wanted to win and stuff. So my youth pastor shared this one time at, at a youth group, and I'm like, Dude, that's amazing. And I was taken back by that. I'm like, wow, it's God who strengthens me. It's not, not me. It's not anything that I can do. So I, my prayer changed before my basketball game instead of, God, let me win, and it's all me, and let me, and me, and me. And it was all like concentrated prayer on myself because I was just wanted to win, or I wanted to score the winning basket or something like that, or just wanted my team to win, me, 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 me. And it was God. You're the one who strengthens me. I don't get my strength from you. I get it. Or I'm sorry, I don't get my strength from myself. It's nothing that I can do. It's through you, God. So I used to do push-ups, and I used to run up and down the court. There's 10 um, words in this verse. So I used to do push-ups, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. I'd count the 10, and I would say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that makes you buffer. So it's good to do push-ups. But this really helped me. It really taught me that I can do anything through Christ, whether it's winning a basketball game, whether it's overcoming something at school, passing a class, getting through something that you're going through right now in your family or a sickness or something. You can do it all, but not on your own. And you weren't meant to do it on your own. You're meant to do it through God because God strengthens us. He strengthens all of us. He created us. Wouldn't it make sense that the creator of the world strengthens those that he loves so much? Wouldn't it make sense that the creator of the world knows the perfect plan for you? Yeah? Does that make sense? So I just want you guys to breathe in God's potential for your life. And basically, how do you, how do you here's the three keys. This is what I found. Here's the three keys to unlocking God's potential for you. You want to find out how you can unlock God's potential and have that become more clear? So, like, if you're not seeking God, maybe it's a little pixelated. You're not really sure. It's blurry. The blur effect is on, and you're not exactly sure, and you want to know. Here's the first step. Learn God's Word, the Bible. You can get the app. You can do a verse a day. You can do whatever. Just learn God's Word. 
Very, very important. First, we can learn God's language and how he loves us, his story of God, so we can come to find out more about God, so we know more about our creator. So we're prepared, and we know the story of God. We're prepared, and we know the story of the gospel about what Jesus did for us. That's the first step on unlocking what God's potential is for you, for your life, and the purpose for your life. The second step is accepting what this Bible says, accepting every single part of it. You know, certain conversations come up in my life where my friends test me and they'll ask me questions and they'll say, yeah, do you really believe that though? Like, do you really believe that Jesus actually went to the, like, do you really believe, do you, you know, and I get asked all the time, yes, I believe because I accept God's word. Absolutely. God is way smarter than me. He's way smarter than any human being ever. I absolutely accept every single thing that was written in here. It's God breathed. This entire Bible, every single word in here, all the authors were inspired by God. He breathed these words. He gave them inspiration to write all these words. So I 100% ex- I accept God's word. That's the second step. And then here's the third one. Being doers of the word. Obey what this says. Look at the Ten Commandments. Print them out. Have them on your phone. T- take a s- screenshot of them. Have the Ten Commandments. Check them out. See what God wants for our life. You walk that and you obey those. If you're doing those three I guarantee you, I guarantee you it's going to become very clear what God's purpose is for your life. Don't be the one that floats through life, that goes through life questioning and wait until you're 60 to find out. God has plans to prosper you, you guys. He loves you guys. He wants it, he wants it now, and you are not too young. I got news for you. You could be living that out right now. God's got plans for each and every single one of you guys. He's got plans to prosper you. He's got potential. Or I'm sorry, uh, he sees potential in each and every single one of you. And he's going to give it to you. He's going to unlock it to you. So what do we got to do? We got to seek him. We got to learn his word. We got to accept it. And then we got to obey it. Start walking that out. If you want help on how to walk out that or do any of these, talk to your leaders when you're in the group. Okay? Is everybody feeling good? Potential? You, every single one of you have potential. You all have purpose. God has purpose and plans for every single one of you. This is good news, good news to share. You're waking the odds to your king.